So we thought we'd try a little something different this week for when we go live on Twitch. We thought we would definitely not steal the ideas of doing a talk show after the show type show. Said show too many times. But what we're thinking of doing is we're going to call it Malt Magic and More, where we kind of debrief on the episode we've just been through, talk about it, where we can... So we don't meta game within within the game. We want to chat about what we've done, talk about it, and hopefully learn together with you about some of the things that we do. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hello, hello. Stumbled a bit. Hey, hey. There. Here we all are. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. Back at the end. Yeah, you got oh, it back. Well. You got it back in the end. Oh, that's right. So, so it's, it's, it's the first episode, first recording of the, the you know, of, of our malt, malt magic and more. So yeah, um, we were recording a bit before, so we might show you that uh, in, in a second, and then we'll uh, come back to us all chatting about the uh, the episode. I always worry that we do. People want to see RP, or do people want to see fights? Yeah, I, I worry that. But you can't you can't force a fight no. every week, can you? No, no you can't. It wouldn't make sense to have like oh a monster just appears and falls uh, just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean yeah, to be to, to, to be fair to be fair and it's, it's because when we were actually doing this as just pissing about and you know, we were on teams, we did have it where we were like in uh, what was it, Moon Moonbright. And we came out of a shop and fight, you know, because he'd set it that random things just happened and these things came from another plane and they just ripped a, you know, a hole in, and, and we started fighting them. And that, that works. That does actually work. So it's one of those ones of going, you know, that is possible uh, and doable, especially the fact that there is wild magic around and, and going for it. But also, it was like, you know, really want to go to, to Exalion, but also... You know, shall we RP out uh, a week? We've only RP'd out a day, so maybe next time we do actually just skip the week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it should be downtime. Just skip the week. Just say, you know, downtime. You read a book, read a couple of books, done some fights. Right, we're moving on. But yeah, it is good because yeah. we have been on. We have been on the move for a while, so I suppose. Uh, yeah, it's definitely right. nice to have like a okay. slight change of pace. Yeah. A bit. I do worry that I. Uh... You won't believe me when I say it, but I worry that I'll run out of things to say if I RP too long. Or trying to think of valuable... I always try and think of what valuable thing can I say or ask that will advance the plot. But it doesn't always have to be that, does it? No. And that's it. It's like... Oh, there we go. That's better. That looks better, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the whole point of speaking to the distiller was to fucking ask her about Excalion, and I didn't even fucking ask her. Yeah, yeah, but we we did want to ask about the cold weather, and we didn't get much about that one. But that's yeah. fine. Again, it may be something we just go. I'm gonna, you know, that you go. You, you say next week we go and speak to. Uh, we go and speak to them. Um. Uh, yeah, you know, you say I want to go and speak to her, and you just quickly go and do that, and then we move on with with you know the rest of the week or something. Yeah, because yeah. admittedly, I mean, what I wanted to do, and and Matt was absolutely right, I hadn't attuned to them. Uh, was I wanted to actually do the the, the fight of you know uh, hit something and then go that either that's the big bad, um, 
and I need to get away from it. So I actually then use my other attack to throw the hand axe at another one, hope that I hit and therefore can misty step next to it and get out of range of anything that's going to smack me really hard. So when you do your misty step then, do you have to, do you have to misty step to where the axe is or can you just hold it and misty step? I th I think, and I'm going to RP it this way anyway, that I have to misty step to the enemy that it hit. To unoccupied yeah, space, but I have to misty step to that. Because I actually, yeah, I, I, and let me read it now, because I believe it is meant to be that. It's probably like something like five feet within, within five feet of the creature. And it's also when you hit a target. So if I miss, I'm going to say I can't do it. I have to, and it's only twice a day. So twice a day, when you hit a target with a ranged attack using this weapon, you can then, as a bonus action, use Misty Step to instantly teleport yourself within five feet of the target. So it has to be clear space, but also within. So that is that that is the Misty Step, not Misty Step spell, but the Misty Step as part of that weapon. So I can basically, I can basically think that I can get myself out of real danger. Right, say we're up against a big bat, right, and I can go fuck. This is not working. Throw it at one of the minions and get away from it. And the misty step doesn't obviously you negate uh, attacks of opportunity. Yeah, but also I could do yeah. the opposite. You don't. I don't. No, get it, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. There's no oh, opportunity yeah. attack, so that's good. Also, I could do the other way. Um, we had it. We had it. We've had it a couple of times where I've actually gone against the the little minions. And Danny, you've run up against the the ones that actually we've gone. Well, hang on a minute. You've gone up against the big bad, right? I will yeah, get yeah. an attack of opportunity if I don't smash this thing to pieces and then come and help you, which is a couple of rounds. Right, so why not me whack one and then go? Oh shit, you're in trouble. I'll try and come and protect you, and I can do that without getting an attack of opportunity by hopefully throwing the axe. Now, if it misses, fuck it. Uh, weapon bond brings it back to me, and I run out and I get an attack of opportunity, possibly anyway. So it's good though, because then you, you can either choose to bring the weapon back to you, or you go to the weapon like in an instant. Yeah, yeah. So I actually have both so options. It's good for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm trying to that's trying to th trying to think of, and what I'm actually trying to do. Hence, you know, the read up on books is actually completely change the way that I've been doing battle. Is you know, is, is that um, for a minute? Then I thought Matt was going to you know randomly give me the inspiration shit. I was like, I don't want, <laughs> I I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> the only disadvantage I can think of with my with my new bow. Yeah. It's what's great is it because it's a range weapon I can use sneak attack as well as so if I mark an enemy as my no if I mark an a creature as my sworn enemy yeah I get advantage on the attack rolls I add the 3d6 damage to it it's my sworn enemy until it dies or until dawn in 7 days time but the only problem is, if just say we're against a horde or yeah. more than one enemy, I can't make another creature my sworn enemy until the next day. So if I say I made Kirik my sworn enemy, I killed him, I couldn't make you my ne my sworn enemy until the next day. So it's not like, so um, really uh, what's it called? Is it, is it hunt, hunt, Hunter's Mark or something? Hunter's Mark. So, no, it's not yeah. like Bane. So it's not like that. It doesn't transfer. Okay, but so but, but, so like but boss fights, which we which we seem yeah. to be in a lot, you you go for it. 
Now, does it? So yeah, sorry. Do you, do you say it gives you it gives you extra stuff, or do you just always know where it is? What what does it do? So it gives me advantage on the attack roll. If it hits an extra three d six piercing damage, and it, unless it's in total cover, range and obscurity has no advan- no disadvantage on my attack. Surely some sort of range. <laughs> it's got one hundred and fifty range and then 600 feet longer range but that won't have disadvantage so yeah so, oh, right, yeah so so you could literally hit someone 600 feet away without disadvantage yeah, if using... it's enemy, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna nice. be able to do some sweet stuff staying away now aren't you the only, the only downside is just say the t- creature gets into melee range and it's my sworn enemy or while my sworn enemy lives I have disadvantage on attack rolls with any other weapon. Awesome, awesome. Right. So if I'm no longer in ranged, ranged. So if it gets into melee range, I'm buggered, really. Yeah. Matt is not wearing an invisibility cloak. He's just not there. He has the cloak of invisibility. <laughs> yes. Mm. Sorry, it's like a Amanda. So yeah, that was uh, some some of our thoughts of um, you know wh- all the different things that we were trying to do. Why the hell I was uh, suddenly so quiet and trying to attune to all my shit because I completely forgot about the fact that I was uh, trying to att- attune to it. So uh, hopefully, it's hard uh, to squeeze that in sometimes, isn't it? When you think, oh fucking hell, I've got to attune to this, then I had to train to it and being proficient. And to be honest, I thought, can I take a shortcut here and ask the the face spirit to. To get me that, uh-huh, yeah. But she still made me do some training. Yeah, bastard, computer said but... no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you do think you think, well, how can I role play it in? Or especially because you had two to do, so you had double I, I, amount of time to do it. Yeah, I, I, two, two to do, and also I, I do have the weapon bond. So you know, and, and one other thing that uh, which is quite cool on that. See, I do need to remember this. Um, and that is that I cannot be. I'm going to find the uh, the the wording here. So not only can I light the hand axe, chuck it, and then get it back, and also I could. This is a very interesting one. I don't know whether I could actually technically leave either of them anywhere. Don't know about that one. What is there no distance restriction? What do you mean? So it basically says once you've completed it, you. So first of all, the, the the bit I was going to talk about. So it was once you've completed, you cannot be disarmed of the weapon unless you are incapacitated. So, so you know when sometimes when we, we we've done it, I mean, it was pre-streaming, but we were like we want to disarm that person, we want to take their sword out of the, you know. So I'm attacking their hand. That from the sounds of it wouldn't wouldn't work on me. Um, so unless I was incapacitated but it also says you can summon it as a bonus action to your hand brackets if it's on the same plane of existence now that's interesting that it says that not like it's within 60 feet of you yep sounds like it's just so how long would it take so just say you left it at the Markmaster's Key and then we was it would definitely be like that Thor 2 where it just shoots off up the uh, 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 you know yeah. back out into space because it's, it's going the long yeah. way around it would definitely be like that so it's one of those ones of like I'm pretty sure I never want to try how long the hell that's going to take because especially mm. in, a, in, in a fight with a round and you're just standing there with your arm out just going <laughs> that would be really funny you're there like hold on a minute I'm yeah, going to kick your ass wait, yeah, in a minute yeah. this the, in, in five minutes this is going to be fucking amazing alright <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean yeah. the only other thing is uh, and I hope that I haven't screwed up anything, you know, um, sort of RP-wise with Matt, is 
I'd obviously weapon bonded with Dawnbringer. It wasn't actually a specific yeah. ability of hers. So, I thought it was when you first did it. Well, that's what we're trying to. That's what we're trying to RP in. That's what we're trying to do is the fact that I was learning it with Dawnbringer, and then I was, was going to do it with one hand axe, and that was it. That was going to be it. But obviously, then yeah. Dawnbringer's gone away. So I'm like, I really hope that I haven't like screwed it over by now. You know, Matt goes. You know, Dawnbringer's never coming back because you got rid of the weapon bond, so you can't now summon her. Uh, oh, so you cancelled the weapon bond with Dawnbringer now. I have, but the only reason I've now done that is because uh, he did say that I didn't have that familiar feeling, uh, you know, uh, that, that connection, that warmth. <clears throat> I, you know, so, so Dargon doesn't see that, feel that connection anymore. Now, technically with weapon bond, I think he should, but obviously if he's being changed, then we hope that, he's, that, that Dawnbringer is going to come back in a different way. So actually... I've taken a punt and I've gone, I'm just going to move on with these two weapons and, and, and to be fair, the Warhammer's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I'm also going to have to get used to it, and I say get used to it because yeah, this is literally the first campaign of playing, um, getting used to actually going, if I get Dawnbringer back, going, this, you know, this fight I want a Warhammer and this fight I want Dawnbringer. Uh, and this fight I want my shield out and this fight I want my hand axe out. So, that's an interesting one. Well, you know that Dawnbringer gives you advantage against the undead, right? Does that extend uh, help, to fiends as well, or is it just the undead? I, th I think it's just undead, unfortunately. Um, without 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 it in my uh, in my inventory, I can't really you know I'm going off memory here, so I would have to say that that that's that's kind of it really. Uh, with the Warhammer, obviously, and I again I don't know whether it I well presumably you've got to have it attuned. But you can have it on your person, so I don't actually have to have to be holding it for it still to have its effect of not of us not being surprised. Uh, it wakes yeah, yeah. our whole party up if anything creeps up on us. So you know we could risk a and even just go. Do you know what? Let's all go to sleep. Um, but you know we could do that, and the and the hand axe is just bloody cool anyway. So <laughs> yeah. I think you you got more strategic options now, haven't you? So it, it depends on the type of enemy we're fighting, depending on what weapon you would use. Yeah, and like, like I was saying earlier, the, the, the ability to either be able to get close to the big bad without getting attacks of opportunity because that was another thing I was thinking you know what if you had a load of like guys in front of you and then the big bad and I want to be able to just start you know hammering on that one throw the hand axe straight past everyone and then I skip everything right um, yeah a misty step there and then I could also because this is a just a, a, a bane of my life is always catching Bothrid in Thunderwave <laughs> I, yeah, just like, yeah, I really yeah. want to know that for a couple of rounds he's not close enough <laughs> I can just you know use it and then use it second level because they're going to use it once there and then just go ah it's fine move on you know continuing to smack him so good luck telling the barbarian not to charge in though well honest. yeah but that's the thing if there's enough enemies it in front and I skip as well, doesn't it? sorry it depends um, on initiative order because if you go last Window, yes, but it's very unlikely for me to go last for many times because I now have an advantage on initiative rolls. So with the hammer, Ooh. yeah. So this is why it really does change up my fighting stats and, and statistics and strategies. Hence the fact that I was trying to RP in the fact that he was, you know, getting that. Uh, which is another reason why it will be that, you know, he was reading up so that that's the effective way as to why he's getting advantage on his initiative. You know, why he's so becoming quicker in battle. Does that, does that Warhammer then kind of give you some of the perks of Battlemaster? Um, or is it Champion? 
I can't I think... remember who gets um, better red card without checking. No, but there's all there, yeah, but there, 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 there is there is also like, and I think it was possibly even one of the the, the you know uh, the uh, is it archetypes of fighter that I was looking at. I went with Eldritch Fighter. There were other ones which was that you could command you know people. Um, Battlemaster. Battle yeah, Battlemaster. You get the maneuvers. You get the maneuvers. Don't you get maneuvers, like, and you also you can also yeah, sort of the you know a fighter's version of inspiration. You can give people. Better abilities temporarily, um, you know, yeah. and and so no, I don't have any of that. It, it uh, I am, I am basically a, a you know, a, a, you know, a one-man fighting machine. But that's why I'm like, I'm actually trying to, you know, meld it in with what you guys can do. But from the sounds of it, there's going to be two of us who run in, and two of us, who, two of you guys, to stay back now. Well, I've I've been banging on about an ages, but when I eventually level up in Bard. And get to level three and get to pick my college. I've always said I want to go for College of Swords because it's the mainly because it's the coolest abilities in my opinion. But I don't actually think that's how it would go story-wise or plot-wise because if Anders got to be more in touch with this Fae spirit. To get guidance through the Feywild and Feyliad and stuff, I'm going to have to go for the College of Glamour, which is all about Fey magic and being able to, if I perform for a minute, I can pick three people to be charmed by me. Nice. No, so the abilities aren't as cool in a fight situation, but I think from a plot and character development perspective, that makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah, but you say that, like but charming, the charming three of the character, th- three of our enemies during a fight could probably take a good portion of them out. Well, I have oh, to perform play. for ten rounds. Yeah. Oh, One for a minute. It's more. Oh, it's yeah. more like I'd go into a tavern of oh, oh, yeah. untrusting shiverspire dwarfs, perform for a minute, and get them to tell me whatever I want. But also, if we if we can't necessarily get you know have anyone get the pounce on us, and we can actually know the fact that we're going up against. So I know that a lot of the times recently we've been just in in, in the in the open air and so on. But if we're in a room, if we're in a cave, we're in a dungeon, or even if we're in, we are in a woods and we're far enough away from someone, can you not get close enough to them for a minute, cast that, and then we go in and fight them, and we know which ones you've done. Therefore, we can actually then use that to our advantage. You haven't used 10 rounds to do it, or you have, but you've done that before the fight even begins. Mm, yeah. I can, though. So that's enthralling performance at third level, but I also get Mantle of Inspiration. So I can use one of my Bardic Inspiration points to grant myself a wondrous appearance, and I can choose a number of creatures within 60 feet up to a, a number equal to my charisma modifier which is only plus one at the minute and each of them gains five temporary hit points nice and it can immediately use its reaction to move its movement speed without provoking an opportunity attack so for example i could use if you were if you were in the ship you can obviously escape that opportunity attacks but well, can't I can I can if I can hit another enemy. If there's only one enemy I can't, yeah. and also I can only do it twice a day. 
So, so I can not only give you some hit points, but also it'll let you disengage basically without an opportunity to attack. It's not as cool as like getting a fighting style and using whatever the blade flourish, but I think it makes hmm. more sense for the character. <laughs> what do you reckon? Especially now I'm moving away from swords into bows and arrows. True, mm. true. That, that 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 that's what I was thinking when you were saying Co- College of Swords is like where well, you actually have moved away, and it, you may even say that that was your that was Anders intention, but actually you have been put mm. off by being cursed by a sword. So you know it's not at you know so yeah your full intention was also yeah. Anders' full intention. You know he knew about the College of Swords maybe that's why he went down the bard route, but now it, he's been pushed away from it. So what were you going to say, say Samuel? Uh, I was just thinking when you mentioned the war, the Hanag's thing, I was wondering if you can throw it to one of your companions and then <laughs> misty step towards them. Oh, the, the hand axe, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I, Does that have to misty step, though? Yeah. That's a really interesting one. Well, I mean, the thing is, we'd, we'd have to, we'd have to let, let, let Matt decide that one as to whether it's a, essentially homebrew. Because from what I understand, I would actually have to just lob it into Anders' back so that I could actually get the misty step and then apologise. You also run the risk. You know, you use my say. use my one. What 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 have I got? I've I've got some really like rubbish healing light. I could like throw it into his back. And go sorry, Under. Put my hand on it. Heal him, and then. T- <laughs> You know, you know what would happen. Matt would make you throw it, and then we'd have to roll to see whether we'd catch it. So either yeah. way, it might end up in my forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a shame. It's not like your your sort of your your ice knife, where you get a secondary thing, even if you miss. Uh, yeah. Lob it at the floor, and it'll explode anyway. It would be, would be great. Is you know, if this just lands in the wall. Can I say I was attacking the wall and I get to misty step to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although it does say, it does yeah. say a creature, doesn't it? It does say creature. Or uh, does it say target? Okay. I'm gonna have a look while you're. Uh, what new, what new cool stuff are you trying to uh, do, or, 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 or you know, is Kirik trying to trying to do or change? An evolution since he's now been in Nylin, because you know one of those interesting things, very similar to what you just said, is like Bothrid. You know, Bothrid, and we were all just going, "Ah, yes, home." And it's like it's an interesting one because you got pulled out of a library, so mm-hmm. were you not? You know, were you not getting pulled from something from from a life? We pretty much had no life. We were mercenaries, but yeah, it's it, it's an interesting one because obviously, like being being transported to a, another plane of existence means that. I can't even like use sending to get back to people um, yeah. because that's not how sending works. Um, so yeah, so it's been it's been it's, it's an interesting one of like how does like this character feel, um, but also like he has a, he didn't have really like a family. He did, but like his family didn't really like treat him that well because. Half orc that decides to be a priest. I was going to say, like, you know, half orc that's into books. Yeah. Maybe he's not going to go down that well, is he? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a, it's, an, it's an interesting one in terms of like it, it's weird because like I jumped in obviously at level seven or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, 
And I was like, cool, cleric, brave cleric, loads of like health, magic. And now kind of looking at different things that I can do is like, oh no, this is slightly like more interesting kind of ways to play it. So yeah, I'm kind of like excited to try a, a day where like I go on like all out damage to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, because got yeah. like got quite a because obviously like I've got fourth level spells which I don't think any of you. Do. Oh, I'm 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 li- I'm literally down at two second um, level spells, two le- two second level spells, and that's it. So to be honest, they're yeah. like to me they're sort of I, mean, I don't know how to describe them. They would just be they're kind of just other things I can do. I really should hit things with a hammer, but then if mm. I'm in the shit, I'll use them once or twice because yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like interested. Yeah, I'm interested to try like some of the more beasty like spells because fun. Well, I mean, what, try. What, yeah, um, I mean, what 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 type of spell? I mean, um, what's the is, you've used? Have you used Spirit Guardians before on this yet? I have used Spirit Guardians before. Yeah, in the fight with the in an Iron Forge, in the fight with the spiders. Yes, that's the first time I used yes, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But stuff like um, spiritual weapon, the level four, which is two D eight plus five damage. Yeah. Um, and then stuff like casting maybe a false life at level four. What is that? Which gives me that gives me temporary hit points equal to like if it's a level four, it's like one D four plus nineteen or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd basically be on like, <laughs> I'd be like on dog on hit points. So which is just that, okay. That's really interesting then. So a, cl- a cleric, depending on what they what they pick and choose, could be go go from healing cleric to tank in yeah. one day. <laughs> Pretty that's much. Yeah. Like you can literally change day to day. If you if you did that game. and then just held a load of like yeah, bane, toll the dead, guiding bolt, um, uh, spiritual weapon, Inf- spiritual inflict guardians, wounds. Inflict, inflict wounds. wounds that's four. a bri- oh god yes, inflict wounds. Because oh. that that's that would be so level four would be sixty ten damage. <sighs> I mean that's just incredible. Isn't it a really low that's, to that's hit? Though? Is, it? is it really low to hit, or is it like is it like a plus four or something? What is it? What you know? Or... Uh, it would be to me. It would be a plus eight to hit because, uh, and you know, then you I start thinking wisdom. like, yeah, I've got twenty wisdom. So, um, I mean that yeah. That, that's, that's, that's I, start, I, start, I start to think of combos like using the um, the path to the grave, hold path to the grave until my turn. And then use inflict wounds on my turn, which is just hey sixty ten, and you have vulnerability to all damage. It's like what's yes. that? It's like yeah, maximum at one hundred and twenty uh, damage in one t- in one attack, which is just ridiculous. I, 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 I'm just I'm just really interested. I'm just I'm just double checking now if it is this one because I keep forgetting and I keep missing it. Is it guiding? It's guiding bolt, isn't it? That you have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just need to remember to use guiding bolt, not sacred flame, um, mm. because although guiding bolt's first level, isn't it? Uh, I have it at second level. Cheers, mate. Night. I technically have an eighth level spell. How the hell do you have an eighth level I... spell? 
With that fireball necklace, each fireball is a third level fireball spell. So if I chuck all of the at once, it's pretty much. What? I'm so I'm so kind of scared when that was going to happen. It is. <laughs> so I'll is... take the necklace off and just. The thing is, thir- I mean, thirteen d six is obviously like some serious fucking damage. Potentially, but, yeah. But but also, it has the potential of being rubbish. So, what yeah, is what it's... is what's one bead though? One bead is eight three d six. No, oh, eight d six. Yeah, because it's a eight. so sorry fireball at third level. It's eight d six at one level, and you're saying for one bead. For one bead, how many beads have you got? Matt said I had twelve. You had twelve, but. Because the item only has nine. The item only has nine. So, sorry, did you say 30 D6 or 1-3? One, 1-3. Three? One, three. So, it is definitely better throwing than one at a time, unless my math is off. Am I getting oh, yeah. that wrong? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, but... Because uh, that's that's seventy two d sixes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's weird that <laughs> I know it's magic, but essentially I throw them all, and then the next day they're all back. They just appear on the necklace again. Oh, you do actually get them back. Oh shit! I thought it was literally what? used them sparingly. Are you sure? I, I thought it was as well. This necklace has beads hanging from it. You can use an action to detach a bead and throw it up to 60 feet away. When it reaches the end of its trajectory, the bead detonates it as a third level fireball spell. DC save 15, which is actually quite quite a high one for me. You can hold multiple beads or even the whole necklace as one action. When you do so, increase the level of fireball by one for each bead. Unless I've assumed, because it has charges, the charges will just reset. Yeah, you have to check that. I think, I think that. I think they're only one use. Yeah, necklace of fireball usually is just one use. I've got oh. the DMG here, so I'm just trying to check. Yeah, because so otherwise it would be That would be so OP. I'd be like, you know, just, yeah. I mean, that would be more than a level 12 wizard could do, you know. <laughs> oh, so I've only, if I've only got 12... That's why I was like. That's why I was like. You've got to use them sparingly. You know, you've got to. You got to. You know, use it. Use it when we're up against some badass shit. So multiple enemies. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be literally you, you. You just standing there. I don't know. Wrapping them round an arrow and firing them at him or something. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but you know, if you can do it from a long oh. way away. I'm glad we talked about that because I'd have fucking wasted them straight off. Yeah, you would have done. You you would have gone to get some wolves and gone eat that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Although I'm, I'm pretty sure the spell that. magic, pretty sure the spell magic would just make <laughs> that necklace useless. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! No, you have to piss on me chips, don't you? <laughs> right. No, I, I, I I'm not going to use it, but. Just making sure <laughs> someone can just go, nope. What is your theory on what the Eladrin is, class-wise? Uh, he's either, I think he's either a wizard or a sorcerer. My bet is probably sorcerer. I was going to say wild magic sorcerer. Mm. Yeah. Because it does link in with the theory and the nylon itself, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I don't know if it's Wild Magic though, because we fought him and when he cast spells, nothing happened? Or nothing else happened? Oh, there was um, no, there was yeah. no um, what they call it, the surge table or whatever it is. Wild Magic Surge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was none of that, was there? Unless, oh my god, unless it's like the Wild Magic effects in Nihilin oh, are because he's casting spells. Damn. <laughs> Which would make sense with the fact that there was that most amazing explosion at the uh, when we got away, and that was actually hit one of one of the wild magic things just going wrong. Not going wrong, mm. but the wild magic table. Because isn't isn't that like you know one of the things that yeah you know you or could randomly like roll something and suddenly yeah you have like a, a you know yeah a level twenty fireball go off. And you didn't really yeah. mean to, you know, so... Yeah, centred on you. Yeah. So... Holy crap, that would... Yeah, I mean, how that... What the fuck are we going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. Also, another thing. Um, Captain Swift and, and the boat. Um, yeah. We believe, unless we have been specifically told we only believe it and we don't know it shot off up the river and into the lock but I don't think it did and I hope not because she's going to be waiting a while if we're gallivanting off everywhere else because we are not needing her straight away you can always cast ascending it might be a good idea I think I think mm. yeah, may remember tomorrow swallow falls or whatever it's called yeah so I'm like that would be really awkward with like oh, uh, probably don't need you for a couple of months out. if you can just bugger off for a bit <laughs> I'm gonna add that to my list. Yeah, because there's not a lot cracking off there. I want to thought. Not a lot cracking on at the moment. You know, as much as we were like, we need to ru you know rush back and work work out what the hell this this means. And I I am terrible at remembering this, but I really still can't remember apart from the fact that I think as far as we need and we know we need to go to well we want to go to Ixalion, and we also need to go to Shiverspire. And apart from that, I literally, I still don't know where we, what we're doing, where we're going, and why. She was, she was by the one up north, isn't it? Well, right up north, she yeah. She was right in the, the mountains where the dwarf yeah. clan is. And we've got to go via basically Greenvale up through through the mountains and along, and, and because we can't but, go over. Yeah. But there was when we first started playing. One of the brothers resided in Faliad. One of the brothers resided in the mountains. One of the kings, I think. Yeah. And then the other king was in the Black City. So we yeah. need to go to the Black City at some point. We thought that was our final destination to start off with, didn't we? We thought, well, that's where the bad guys are going to be in the Black City. Yeah. And that's where the original bandits came from that we yeah. disbanded. Which I still think is right. So, I, I still think that's where we've got to go. But we've, we've got to go up to Shiver Spire first, then down to the woods, and then over to Black City. And Ironforge was the erroneous one in the fact that that was because we needed to find the person who actually sort of dealt the blow that made this happen. So and he like had teased it, didn't he? Yeah, and he had nothing. It was actually having nothing to do with. Well, apart from finding another piece of the prophecy, which is a bit weird, we found one piece of the prophecy which wasn't any of the three near any of the three brothers. We're now going to all those places, but from our knowledge, we haven't actually been to any of the three places that the brothers had been. So we still haven't done any of that. <laughs> so, uh, do you think we're strong enough? To go to the Feliad Forest after Excalion. No. And then. No, we want to go to Shiverspire first. Remember, it's Excalion and then and then Shiverspire. But so 
the in the in the episode we just did, the distiller said the mountain passes are already covered with snow and you can't get up there yet, and winter is coming. No, that was so the to- that was the tallest mount that was the tallest mountain peaks. Whereas there is a there is a mountain pass, but that's why we've got to go all the way over to Greenvale to get up and over. So that is where. Um, and uh, well, that's so bring us, we I'll bring I'll bring, I'll bring us over onto it. So there we go. Um, we had to because uh, if you look at Shiverspire, it's right top left, isn't it? So Shiverspire is is up there, okay. But we have to cross uh, over here. There's the pass that goes mountain, under the mountain. Yeah. Okay. So we can So yes, you're right. We wouldn't be able to pass over over any of this lot. So okay. it actually works then that we're going to Excellium first because it's on the way. Well, yeah, but is it also not that we're going to go to the ruins? I suppose we could use sending to just talk back and go, "Oh, hey, it's all sorted. See you later." But we may have yeah. to also go back. Now that's not that far. That's within a day's ride. So we could just do yeah. that, and then we could shoot off. And to be fair, by the looks of this, it's probably better that we do Ixalian, go to Maltmaster's Keep, then go back, follow the road uh, all the way to Moonbright, and then follow it out of Moonbright and actually use the roads, because, you know, God knows what happens when we don't follow the roads. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> if you think how many, uh, nah, how many episodes... Go through the forest. How many episodes we're doing? Going to Excelion is going to be one. Then it's back again. Then it'll be over to Moonbright. That might be another one. But then it'll be up to Mantineer. That'll be another one. So, <laughs> and me if you and find Kirik it, are pretty good at survival checks. And Bothrid, being who Bothrid is, I reckon we'll be all right through the forest. That might be all right. I'll be better in the mountains. So it's kind when of on the way. And then you never know. It's always the unassuming places where we get clues. So Mantineer might end up. Having some cool stuff in it. Now, didn't, yeah, did, did, didn't, didn't you also just get a, a hint about Greenvale not being as not used to be as bad as it is now, or something? Didn't you get Greenwood? Greenwood. Yeah, but that is. So hang on a minute. Let's go back to it. That was. Where is Greenwood? Uh, da, 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 that that was where we went. That was where we went. That, so Eastvale. Um, that's where we defeated the. Um, that's where. That's Heather where we Sussman. just went on Halloween. So, you know. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. Because that's the what? tree in the middle. Yeah, that, that yeah, that, that that is the tree we went to. I see. So suddenly, that seems to crop up yet again. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking mm-hmm. that with the distiller saying the winter months are coming in a month, that mountain pass might be impossible at some point. So we probably need to prioritise Shiverspire first. Yeah, we've got we've got to get Before a shift on. Comes. We basically need to do Ixalion after our week of downtime, and then we've got to get there to Shiverspire and back in three weeks. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting one. Three weeks. Yep. It's going to be a tough one. That one. Uh, that that that's like the run down to Ironforge. That's that's no no stops, you know. Yeah. No shopping trips in Man- Mantineer. That's just get on with it. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking if we go for Scallion, probably miss Mantineer then straight to the pass at Jean across to Shiverspire, and then on the way back from Shiverspire, stop at Mantineer. Yeah, that sounds good. We have to get a shift on, haven't we? 
We are indeed. We are indeed. And probably on that we'll note... We'll forget all of this next week and we'll end up in Scallion for a month. Yeah, but that's that's why these types of things are useful, because we can rewatch this stuff. <laughs> this is how I take all my notes. Yeah. Thing is, though, I take notes, I'm still going to read them. I've written note in bold, and I've put, ask the distiller about the battle at Scallion. And I still didn't, but it, still didn't do it, so... You can write all the notes you want. Well, on that note, shall we wrap up? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Wrap up. So, thank you very much for uh, tuning into our our, our lovely little uh, show after the show of us ch- chatting about uh, all the random stuff and as uh, as Danny was saying earlier, all the stuff where we don't want to, you know, always you know be breaking the fourth wall and meta game and stuff like that. So, uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope that uh, our random splurges uh, gives you you know a bit of understanding as to what goes in on our heads and not when we're just RPing. Um, if you uh, do have any uh, you know comment suggestions and anything that you think we may have missed or that may be helpful then please let us know in the comments below and uh, you know chat along as we go so um, yeah enjoy and uh, we shall see you in our next session